Welcome, everybody, to the Skibby Wiffleball League podcast. I am Brian Benware, your host, and I am joined tonight by two-time MVP Spencer Bogad and National Pitcher of the Year Cameron Smith. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Yep, me too. You know, just another day. Good to talk about whiffs. I'm happy. For sure, for sure. And this is uh, our podcast is presented by 1356 Public House, our new presenting sponsor for the SWBL. Uh, if you get a chance, get over there to Big Ben and 141. Give them some of your patronage. They've got great drink specials, great menus, um, and we're really excited to have them as a presenting sponsor this year. So um, tonight we're going to be talking about um, the sort of the national scene, or at least um, not just NWLA, but all the other leagues. And we've got two of our guys who play in a ton of leagues, guys, tons of leagues. And so we're going to kind of touch on that. We are going to talk about a little bit of the news around the SWBL and free agency. Um, but as that kind of continues to transition, we'll just kind of hit on that as we go. Um, we're also going to get into our uh, our blind question segment, as we talked about last time. Um, but just to kind of refresh you guys, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to our most recent podcast, we are sort of rebranding for season 20. And we are going to be trying to put out more and more podcasts this year than we've ever done before. Um, so this is technically season, episode one of 2022 though we did record our first episode right before the holidays so technically season or episode two so anyway with all that said let's get into it guys so free agency is the big topic right now and uh, we've had a lot of movement in the past couple of weeks um any initial thoughts any surprises anything comes to mind of the news that you guys have seen um i thought you know, with the White Sox making some early moves, uh, John Callaway really solidified his uh, his roster with the addition of his friends, you know, childhood friends, Jackson Crosley and uh, Mr. Cornell, Derek Cornell, it is. And then adding a, you know, <clears throat> a winning player that can kind of do it all like Ty Butler, who uh, hasn't pitched in a couple of years, but he can pitch, he can hit, and he can feel, kind of can do it all. Um you know, he's a solid player to fill out a roster. So I like what they did. Uh, a couple other teams added players too. I think all around, there haven't been too many surprises for me uh, so far. Yeah. Cam, any yeah, thoughts? I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of the uh, Jimmy Stout signing to the Astros. That's going to be fun for us. I mean, he's going to be a great fit. I mean, I talked to him kind of regularly, you know, just throughout the, uh, throughout the year, we talk about wrestling and, and all kinds of different stuff. So yeah, that's going to be a huge addition to our team. So I'm excited for that. Absolutely. And, well, and good to see that Jeremy Worrell got a, got a spot too. I think sure. that'll be fun watching him pitch with the Expos. Yeah. And I think he, they really needed another pitcher losing Brett or potentially losing Brett. You know, he hasn't signed anywhere yet, but they, I didn't know what answers they were going to have for kind of in a sense, a rebuild. I mean, they have Jimmy on contract, but that's it right now. So getting Jeremy's, uh, solid bat, great number two pitcher for him. So I thought that was a great move too. Those were yeah, and I think even to add on that, I think he could potentially add I, in summer league. Jeremy Worrell was a hell of a hitter. He was on he my was. team. He's been on my team the last two years. I don't know what it is during the summer, but that boy, like he hits very well. So he actually could be a surprise, uh, uh, you know, benefit to their offense too. Brett used to be a premier hitter. He's still okay, but you know, he'd admit himself that um, his, his hitting stats have kind of dropped a little bit. Jeremy could pick some of that up for them too. So 
kind of a one-two punch with that sign. Yeah, maybe he does better in hot weather. Maybe they just need to root yeah. for like 95 degrees all weekend or something. Maybe it's a good, maybe it's just a good captain. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, those were those actually were the first two topics I wanted to bring up the White Sox and then the signing of Jeremy Worrell. Jimmy Stout was mentioned. So there are other teams, though, that have been really quiet. Um, actually, a majority of the league has been pretty quiet. We haven't seen anything from the Yankees. The Marlins haven't had anything pop up. Um, the Rockies still haven't signed any of their team back, though we all assume they will um, at some point. The A's still have Rookie of the Year Chris Borback out there. Now, he's he's an unrestricted free agent, so anybody can go after him. Paul Castellano still hasn't been re-signed. Um, and then the Twins, Spencer, you're a free agent right now. Um, I don't know if you want to tell the audience, are you wanting to you know, dip your toe in another team's water or are you just kind of waiting to see what happens? You know, uh, I'm always willing to listen to any offers that are out there. I like where the twins are. Uh, we have a really, they have a really good uh, uh, team chemistry. Um, but, you know, throughout my, my uh, history of being in this to be I've always signed one-year contracts. I feel like people really play at their best when they're on one-year deals. It's kind of a show it or get out type of thing. So, uh, you know, I haven't really heard from uh, the Twins management, that being Chris, since this end of the season. So it's kind of crickets, just kind of waiting to see if uh, what the offer is that comes across the table. And, you know, in the meantime, if something gets thrown my way, definitely have to think about it. So well, you heard it here, folks, that if, leads you, us. Uh, if you're interested in the services of Spencer Bogad, throw a contract his way and he may think about it. We'll see. So, definitely will read anything that comes my way. I'll okay. Read anything. So. Pretty yeah, much. let's see what Chris. Let's see what Chris does. I mean, like I said, he still has other players too, though. I mean, Will isn't signed. Corey McCarthy isn't signed. Um, and you'd think that he would have signed, you know, the previous two MVPs by now. But especially Corey after the year he had last year. So yeah, yeah, I would. I Corey's got to be the priority in my opinion for Chris. So maybe they're talking, and then he'll come talk to me. But I haven't heard from Chris. So yeah, we'll see. I think Chris is probably pretty confident. Either way, he'll be able to put together a pretty good team. <laughs> Sure. Um, you know, another thing that's going on, guys, right now, if you're if you're not following along on social media, but our top 20 is is out there and we are counting down the top 20 players going into season 20. Um, we've had a couple notable names, uh, maybe that were lower than previous years. Have you, you guys got any takes on any of the things? I'll go first. We had uh, one graphic was uh, the. Oh, what do you call it? Whenever they get a vote, but they don't make the top twenty. The just just missed the cut. Yeah, the honorable, honorable mention. Honorable mention. There was a yeah. group of them, and and I don't know. Maybe I just thought of this whole thing wrong, but I thought we were voting almost like the NFL does, where it was like, what did you think? Who were the top twenty players from season nineteen? Um, and there were guys on the list, like PG was on the list as an honorable mention. He got a vote, but he didn't play last year, so I was a little confused by that. Um, what were your takes? Did you guys vote in the top twenty? So I'll Cam, I'm just gonna button frame you go first here. Go so I, I have voted every year in this being a part of the front office. And Sam is the one, the brainchild of this, you know, ranking system. And his instructions basically are rank however you see fit. So okay. um, some people rank based on what happened last year, some people rank based off the last three years, some people rank off how they think next year is gonna go. So it's kind of a, 
happy mix of all sorts of different viewpoints. I don't know if you could really put a stamp on, you know, if, you know, Will Rath was number 15 today. Does that mean he's the 15th best player in the league? Well, according to everyone that voted, that's where he fell, but everyone's got different standards. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you could probably do a plus or minus three for each spot. You know, if you're voted 15th, maybe you're 12th, maybe you're 18th. So you're probably somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. So, Cam, you got any thoughts? You were ranked yeah. 16th this year. Yeah, a little fall, but, you know, I'll be back. Don't worry. Um, but no, I, I kind of agree with Spencer. I think that, you know, what I took, cause I did vote as well. And I took into account, you know, everything I've seen from the past couple of years and also summer league. So yeah, not, ne- not necessarily just from last year, but kind of overall of what I think the top 20 of the actual player list is. Okay. Right. And I, and I, I kind of do like 75% of my vote is based off last year. And then 25% yeah. is based off like the last three years. Like, to me, if you're a pretty solid player of the last three years and last year kind of had a down year, I don't really hold that against it. You know what I mean? So like a player like Edlo, who's on my team, who's usually a pretty solid player, he had a pretty bad batting average last year. He dropped in the rankings a little bit. Um, you know, I would have ranked him higher, I think, than other people because I play with him. He's on my team. I know what he can do. I know what he did in the playoffs, which don't show in the rankings. He was clutch in the playoffs every game. So yeah, you know, and you can take it however you want. That's kind of the beauty of it. So um, there were like PG. I agree. I mean, he plays last year. He's probably a top ten player, right? For so sure. yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't know if all the voters knew he was playing or what the deal was, or you know, I'm not sure. So well, interesting takes. I just thought I'd get your guys' opinion just because some have been surprising. Yeah, Ed Lowe being at twenty, um, he, you know, he made the cut, but being a lot lower than he has been. It was interesting to hear kind of the way you think about your rankings and and with the history for you, Spencer, and then looking at past, but also a little bit of what you think is going to come, Cam, Um, you know, where I was solely on just what happened last season. It's it's interesting to hear a little bit of the voting uh, mindsets. You know, you could also vote and just put yourself number one, whether you had two at-bats or, you you know, whatever you want. If, If you led the league in slugging, um and it'd be interesting you know how the baseball not sorry to cut you off it'd be interesting if uh you know the baseball writers association they released their ballots i think it'd be interesting after all the votes are counted if sam released all the ballots because i feel like there'd probably be some some ballot stuffing (laughs) in there from a couple guys i mean can you imagine the rivalries and the and and the uh trash talk that could go on and say moving that be great oh i'm sure Yeah. yeah Well, let's move on, guys. Let's talk about the NWA tournament. Now, if, if you don't know, we field a team every year for the NWA tournament, which is National Wiffleball League. Um, and uh, we've had a lot of success. We finished second twice. We've never won it. Um, had a bit of a down year this past year, finished seventh. Um, but talk to me a little bit about the tournament, overall impressions, um, things you might have done differently, um, you know, any – any new bonds, friendships? A lot of the guys that we've had come from out of town to play in the SWBLA have been relationships we've built at this tournament um, in the past. And so I'm just interested as somebody who's never gone um, and a lot of our league has never been there. Just, you know, what's your, what's your impression? Why do you love that tournament? Why do you guys consistently go and represent the SWBLA? SWBL. Go ahead, Kim. For me, you know, it's, I love the competition. Um, there's no prize. There's 
nothing really besides a, a cup, <laughs> but it's fun. I, I got to love the competition. I want to win. And, you know, being a part of this team for the past, what, three years now, um, we haven't had the, re, the results that, you know, I felt like I expected, you know, if, seeing them finish two top, top two finishes um, before I got there, I was like, oh, okay, I can, I can come and I can bring this team to a, to a championship. And, you know, we've been, the records haven't shown like where we placed, haven't shown how well we've actually played the past three years, but we are like right there. Like we're right on the cusp. And I think that's like another big reason why we keep coming back is because we know that we're right there. We're one pitch, one little thing from happening away from making a, a deep run. I mean, this year we've three of our four losses came to teams that finished in the top three or top four. And one of those teams won. So like, and, and there were games that we were like very, very close in. We could have won each, each game. I mean, we had a, had a lead against HRL, um, but, you know, two, we had two games that went 12 and 11 innings and that kind of killed us, killed our arms. And, you know, we, we closed those games out early and which I feel like we played better in both of those games. We won one of them, but uh, we get those games closed out early and save our arms. We could definitely make a run. And I think we're looking to do that this year. Yeah. Well, and, and for those of you that don't know, uh, the NWA tournament is a fast pitch tournament. Um, so talking about the depth of arms and, and, and how much strain that does put on your arms. I mean, talk, Spencer, can you talk about how the depth of pitching, how much of a role that plays in the construction of the, the winning teams and success? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to say that <clears throat> every year we're one pitcher away. Um, it's so important. I mean, the teams that usually win are the ones that save their one and two pitchers for Sunday. You know, the teams that win don't have to pitch their best two on Saturday. The way that this tournament works is you have round robin and then you play two double elimination games on Saturday. And then Sundays kind of win the you, you just make your run. Um, a lot of years we put ourselves. It's really our own doing. We put ourselves in these spots where we're having to pitch. Um, you know, really important games where either Cam or myself or Sam or Gus, you know, every year we kind of have a new hero, but we're having to put that ace pitcher and that number two pitcher in spots where they're pitching Saturday. And then that means Sunday, they're just not at their best. So if we had, you know, Cam and I have kind of solidified ourselves as Cam's the one, I'm the two. And if we had a third who was consistent and that person's probably on the team, to be totally honest with you. If we had a third that was consistently throwing hard strikes, we'd be in a much better spot for Sunday, which I think would probably give us some better results. Do we win? I don't know. I think we make better runs, though. Um, like Cam said, I mean, against HRL, played a really good team. They were defending champions, took them, I don't know, 12 innings, 13 innings. We had we, a call. We played better than them the entire game. We, you we were put, out pitching Flackney by a long shot. We put a lot more balls in play. I mean, it was just a great game. And then at the end of it, you know, we wake up Sunday morning to finish the game and me and Flackney were both dead. We both walked, <laughs> you know, we both yeah. were walking people. And it, it's if we had that pitcher, that third pitcher who we could have been like, all right, tomorrow morning we're waking up. We're going to put you in there because we know you're going to throw strikes. We probably win that game. Instead, you know, I made the decision to pitch myself, which ended up being the wrong decision. Uh, and we lose the game. It's just the way it works out. And I could name a game like that every single year because that's what it takes to win that tournament. You have to be perfect. I mean, there's no room for any error, any fault. 
you got to win the walk-offs. You got to win the games that you shouldn't have won. You got to win the close ones. You got to, you know, make contact against the pitcher that you can't make contact against. That's how you win that tournament. Um, and usually the, the team with the best pitching prevails. That's usually how it goes. And we have, I think we have the team that can do it. We just need more depth. Honestly, I think Cam, you'd probably agree with that. We just need yeah. one or two more guys that, that can really be depended on to be consistent, you know? And I think they're on our team too. I think, you know, yeah. Sam, Gus and Jackson all have shown, especially this past year, you know, we've seen them pitch in different leagues and different tournaments. And I think that we've seen them have the potential to have that good stuff, even to be a, a two or a one. Um, and I think the tournament moving to July this year is actually going to help. I think, yeah. you know, Sam's arm is going to be fresh. My arm is going to be fresh. You're going to be fresh. Uh, even Jackson and Gus, but, um, I think that third spot is really going to be a fight from all three of them. And I think they're going to put us in a really good position to make a deep run this year. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's interesting to hear you guys. I mean, talk about that third pitcher when you name three guys who've won the Cy Whiffle in our league, you know, three guys okay. who are staples aces on whatever team they're on almost every season. Um, so aside from, aside from the speed, obviously being completely different why is fast pitch so much harder I, I could say like oh it's just coming faster but there's a lot more movement on the ball there are different pitches that we don't necessarily see in the swbl um yeah you know yeah, as the re as a hitter, reaction time reaction time is a huge thing i mean the difference between the swbl and the mwla besides the speed is swbl is purely offense and deep it's actually a more defensive league than i think people can realize but if you look back at the last eight champions brian kenny or chris metter i think have been on six or seven of the last eight and there's a reason for that i've been preaching defense is I, huge i've been preaching um, for years yeah so but our league is basically on if you have the best four hitters and a really good left fielder you're gonna have a really good shot NWLA, it's the complete opposite. I mean, yeah, you have to put the ball in play. Yeah, you got to score runs. But usually, if you put, if you have a stud pitcher and you put one run across the plate, you're going to have a really good chance to win. So it really comes down to throwing hard but throwing strikes. The team that walks the least amount of players is going to probably win. So it comes down to just being able to locate and be consistent with throwing strikes. So um, we've been able to do that, just not <laughs> – throughout the whole weekend and part of it's that always, is just depth, you know always just one pitch <laughs> one one minor mistake that that yeah kills it and for that's us. and that's why it's such an awesome tournament and you know we're getting older i don't know how much longer we're going to be able to keep doing this um but you know if we ever were to win it's going to be it's going to be one of those weekends you'll never forget because it's you're going to remember yeah. every game where this thing went right and this thing went your way and you got this hit against this amazing pitcher because every you know, you get to the top eight, every guy you face is a stud mm -hmm. and, you know, they can throw lights out and you just got to kind of get lightning in a bottle. So um, it would be awesome to win. That's, I would rather, I mean, I would rather win that tournament than anything else that yeah. I play in. That's the well, thing. I, want. It's, I mean, you've won championships in the SWBL. So it's easy to say, let's go after the thing we haven't done. But if we do win, I am going to campaign so hard for some sort of like, victory parade like you do when you win a world series <laughs> at, Down the border, 
just like i don't know like mr skibby pulling a trailer with you guys on it just around the field (laughs) with all of us there just partying and celebrating because that'll be huge yeah i'm all for it let me say one other thing i know cam would would probably rather win that other tournament on the east coast that uh with the big bets but for uh, me only because there's only because there's 10 grand involved yeah yeah no, i know <laughs> trust me i totally get you there but for me like sam's been going to the nwa since its inception chris and gus i think start going the year after that and i start going the year after that and it's just been this summer ritual for us for as long as i can remember you know we've grown up through our 20s you know together doing this we've flown in we've driven we've done whatever it takes to go and uh you know we got a lot of memories doing that stuff and there's a lot of game a lot of time spent at your lowest lows and a lot of time spent at your highest highs and you know if we ever win it would just be one of the coolest accomplishments of my there are videos on our youtube channel of road trips going to nwla yeah just different things kind of behind the scenes of that tournament that if you get a chance to check it out, go, go check it out on our YouTube page. But it, it certainly shows uh, the bond that you guys have created with that tradition. Yeah. And now Cam and now Cam's included. And there's been so many other people along the way too, that we used to bring a team. There was this tournament called the London tournament when we used to go in Ohio as a slow pitch tournament. So we'd bring a team for the fast pitch, we'd bring a couple teams for the slow pitch and then, We'd all share a house and there'd be 15 of us, you know, just hanging out. It's just wiffle balls done more, you know, for friendships and memories than anything else we've done in our growing up together. So it's really something that yeah, I think that's one of the most like the, like the most fun things about the whole weekend is really just spending that whole whole weekend together and kind of just hanging out and go to Buffalo Wild Wings, have some beers like it's just a, it's a fun time. You know, even since my first first year, it just helped me. I fit in like right away. Like it was a right away. We just all clicked and I I felt like I was part of the team and that helped. And it's just fun that you get to go out, go out and play the next, you know, for two days. Yeah. I mean, what I'm, I'm 30 years old, what 30 year old in that, you know, out of wiffle ball gets to say that they get to like go compete in something. You know what I mean? Like you're actually competing. It's like, it's special. So win or lose, we want to win obviously, but there's not, there's no feeling like competing at a really high level still. Um, even though <laughs> tend to lose in the <laughs> moments that mean the most, but it's still just awesome. It's such a great feeling, you know, so we live for those moments. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure that's fed into a lot of the reason you play in other tournaments and other leagues too, like yeah. getting to sort of chase that and continue that feeling throughout the year. Um, you had mentioned the friendships and the bonds and, and all that. And we were talking about that within our team, but um, like I had said earlier, some of the guys that we've brought in that have come in and played um, have been people we've made re- built relationships with at the NWLA tournament, the Steffi's brothers. Um, you know, I know we had uh, a little bit of Flackney came in. Jimmy yeah, Flackney, Cole came and there was in. a little bit of a, 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 an overlap with Flackney, Jimmy. Um, I mean, there was one year that basically my whole team was from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, you know, with Zach Artem and, and his guys. So, yeah, Artem, um, yeah. you know, Farkas. Yeah, Farkas. Farkas came and played for the Astros one year, too, and then abruptly retired from wiffle ball and ghosted <laughs> everything. <me> and never, <laughs> What'd you do? Never <laughs> talked to me again. So, if you're out there, Steven, I miss you, buddy. Um, but any, any new relationships you guys got to build? Any potential people that might be coming from 
the tournament to come play with uh, with us in the SWBL this year? Any any hints on that? Uh, I don't know if there's anybody coming this year, but I, I will say that the uh, the connections and the friendships that, that I've made have been unreal. Like I talked to a lot of these guys all throughout the year. I mean, I talked to Trent all the time, me and him text um, about multiple different things, whether it's podcasting or, or wrestling or, or whatever, but uh, jerseys, we talk about jerseys a lot. Yeah, he's um, made a lot of jerseys for our league. Yeah. Especially for our team too. Yeah. But I mean, I got, I've gotten to know the guys from, you know, mid Atlantic over the past couple of years. So like when we played them this year, like that was one of like the funnest games I've ever played because I was like playing against my friends and like, we ended up winning that game. So it, it was a little, it was, it was a sweet feeling, but um, just being able to like, when we're not even playing, go watch, sit on their bench and watch them. And then when, when they're not playing, they come and sit it up, sit on our bench and they're talking to us about what we can do better. And, and, you know, rooting for us, like it makes a difference. And it's just like, it builds those lifelong friendships. So like, I, I talk to these guys all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same with me. I mean, we'll probably get into this later, but Cam and I drove to Indy a few times over the summer just to go play wiffle ball with people that we met, you know, hundreds of miles away. Um, And, yeah, we were playing wiffle ball, but if we didn't know those guys, we wouldn't have gone. We went because we knew them and they're our friends and we wanted to see what they were all about, you know. Um, You meet people all over the country for good or for bad, you know, there's people, <laughs> there's people <laughs> out there true. that hate my guts. Um, but there's also people out there that, you know, I've made friends with. Um, and, you know, that's just part of being in this wiffle ball community. It's kind of a niche community that really no one knows exists unless you're inside of it. And it's a really cool thing. So. Yeah. It's like being a part of show dogs or something. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Show dogs. Well, so guys, listen to these lists that these these are the the leagues or tournaments <laughs> these guys both play in. Okay, so Spencer plays in obviously the SWBL, plays in the NWLA tournament as we talked about, plays in MoWiff, which is um, our brother league right here in town, fast pitch league, um, the Tata tournament, plays in Circle City, hometown cup, and then he also plays in the SWBL summer league. Um, Cam, along with the SWBL, plays in the NWLA tournament. Mo with Circle City, United Wiffle, Hometown Cup, the Summer League for the SWBL, and Mid-Atlantic Wiffle Ball. So first question, guys, what have you bought your wives or spoiled them with to be allowed to play this much Wiffle Ball? I, I got Go the ahead, perfect Dan. answer for both of us. We gave them a ch- Yes, that's exactly right. I gave, gave mine a child. two, and there's no way I'm playing that much Wiffle Ball. Uh, well, I think Cam's frozen. Hopefully, he comes back to us. Um, but uh, he's at least frozen on my screen. Yeah, he's but frozen. uh, so I before this last year, Child. I never had... <laughs> oh, you back? Yeah, you back? Okay, uh, before this last year, I'd really only played SWL summer league and then NWA tournament and then some charity stuff, but uh. This last year, my wife and I, she was pregnant. I told her earlier in the year that, hey, you know, we're about to have a kid. I get it. Like, once we have a kid, this stuff's going to pretty much stop. So, if you're okay with it, I would like to do X, Y, Z. And I almost got to do everything I wanted to do. But uh, I did not get to go to the United Wiffle Tournament just because of it got really close to my son being born. So, I decided not to go. But um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my wife's great. She uh, just said, yeah, go do it because you're not doing it next year. So you might as well do it now. So uh, I got to do it all and hopefully go to United Whiffle this year. I think I might be able to sneak that in. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing the usual stuff. So nationals and uh, SWBL. So, yeah. Yeah. I would just say, you know, a huge, huge props to my, to my wife. She is, she knows how much I love wiffle ball. And I mean, it, it really is like besides her and, and our baby, there's like nothing that I enjoy more than playing wiffle ball. So she really lets me get out there and, and do what I want, and especially, you know, not to like to my own horn, but you know, I'm, I'm, at such a high level right now, fast pitch wise, you know, being like national turn or national pitcher of the year. It's like, I don't know how many of these years I have left with my arm and I want to take as much advantage of it as I can. And she's kind of, she kind of knows that. And so she's like, sure. all right, I'll let you uh, have your fun right now, but you know, it's not going to last forever, but that's right. You know, yeah. I, I just appreciate her letting me do all this because I really do just love this game and, and I, I want to keep playing and I, and I want to win. Yeah, I pretty, yeah, me too. And I pretty much take it a year at a time. I know SWBL like Memorial day is booked for the next a hundred years. Like that's not going away, but everything else, like you just kind of take it a year at a time. It's like, you know, NWLA tournament. Okay guys, you know, at the end of the tournament, we're like, yeah, next year we're going to do this, that, and that. And then around like March, okay, guys, are we going again? Like, how's everybody feeling? And then like June, everybody's still feeling okay. Okay, let's do it. You know, that's not a given. Sometime there's going to be a last for that, you know? Yeah. And hopefully it's not for a really long time, but fast pitch definitely has a shorter lifespan than the medium pitch for obvious reasons. So yeah, I was going to say, can you for like another eight years with me? So you better not lose your arm. Too uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, hopefully I'll be able to, uh, to at least throw a slow or medium for, yeah. for as long as I want to, but yeah. um, hopefully I still got a couple more good years left on fast pitch. So yeah. I take a lot of good care of my arm now. I'm hoping for three. If I can get another three years, at some point, like our arms are just, you know, I look at people that are 40 years old, then where I don't know how you old you are, 35. I'm 30. What year is this? I'll be 36 this year. Yeah, I'm 30. Okay, I'm the 35. Oldest, I'm the oldest yeah. active player in the SWBL. If you take out Mr. Skibby, we're he's there. There's some teams that definitely have older players than the SWBL. Like HRL has got a guy or two, but they're not like starters. They're not guys that play all the time. We're probably the oldest team now that like if you take the combined starters age and Medium average it age, out, yeah. we're probably one or two. I, I mean, there's there might be someone that's older, but, you know, I think we're probably up there. Sam is 34. Mm -hmm. OK, yeah. And the rest of us are 30. You know, yeah, I'll be I'll be 30 this year. Yeah. So, yeah, Jackson would be your youngest player, right? Jackson would be our youngest, but he's, you know, he's kind of in between a start. I'm just talking kind of like the four or five players. But, yeah. yeah, so we're getting up there, you know. Most of the teams that, you know, are elite are in their 20s. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you think about even looking at, like, you can see sort of some of that in the SWBL to an extent, right? Like some guys who have been, you know, just year in, year out, all stars, they have, they have more often, they have down years than yeah. they used to. They just don't bounce back. Um, it's funny to hear the guys who are 30 now talking about on Sunday, like how sore they are and tired they yeah. are. And I'm like, bro, I've been here for half a decade. And so it's, it's, 
it's just funny to hear that a little bit um because i didn't start i was 20 what 28 27 when i started so i was way beyond when most people started in the swbl um yeah. but so let's talk a, a little bit just kind of an overview just so the guy the, the listeners know a little bit about these leagues um if you we'll just kind of bounce back and forth um just give me an overview you know where it's at what kind of style it is um if it's for charity what it you know what the charity is for but let's start with MOIF cam i know you, you know you're a huge ambassador for that are you a co commissioner uh i'm not the co i'm like Josh is Josh Rogers is the commissioner. I am the like executive vice president, I guess is okay. the fake <laughs> official title that, that we gave myself. Um, but Josh runs all like the, you know, the, basically the entire league, but um, it's me and, yeah, he, me and him are, you know, he kind of texts me like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. And I'm like, it's a lot of times it's my decision to like, Hey, all right, let's send this to the group. Like, this is what we need to discuss or like, no, I don't agree. Maybe we do this, but, um, Sounding yeah, board. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we, me and Josh do that. And then like we, with all of our eight captains, we kind of all do it together. Like we make those decisions together. So it's not just me and Josh making decisions saying, Hey, this is what we think is best for the league. Like it's a group effort. So, but yeah, we're, um, in Chesterfield, you know, we got a um, couple weeks left of registration. So if anybody is, uh, looking to get out there and, and play some more football. It's this year's going to be a lot different. It's not going to be all just fast pitch down your throat. It's going to be um, fast pitch, you know, and then if you get walked, you're going to have an opportunity to take an at bat like you would in SWBL, but you just have a bigger bat. So you're going to get chances to hit, you know, last year the hits were tough to come by, but um, this year there's going to be a lot more hitting. There's going to be a lot more action. Uh, it's going to be a lot more fun. We practiced with the rules a little bit at the All-Star game, and we had a blast. So if you haven't checked out that video, because it's a lot of fun. Sweet. Um, Spencer, the Tata tournament, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, we've been going that for six years. Sam Skibby and I have been going for six years. It's a charity tournament in August. Um, there's like 84 teams three inning games. There's like these, all these rich guys. There's like 12 rich guys that all live next to each other, all neighbors. And they use their backyards as a bunch of fields and they invite all their friends. There's like 300 guys, wow. big fundraiser for uh, uh, breast cancer. And, uh, you know, teams of three, you play three innings, got to have a new pitcher every inning. So it's kind of about depth. Um, and we won the first four years and then they made a rule that Sam and I couldn't play at the same time just for our team. Uh, cause we kept winning. So we have not won the last two years. So we invited our dads to play on the team. So our dads play with us and, uh, you know, when our dads are, you know, we love our dads, but they're just not <laughs> the wiffle ball players we are. So usually there's an inning where one of our dads pitches and, uh, you know, it just doesn't go well. So, but we have fun, raise a lot of money and, uh, yeah, for, Hey, four out of six years isn't bad. Yeah. So. It's pretty awesome. It's an awesome, uh, awesome just tournament awesome fundraiser um circle city camp tell me about that what's that all about oh man that was a league we both played in and uh i i personally had a lot of fun i know i made it i made it there a few more times than spencer did um but the indies the indie one it's in indianapolis yeah right like pretty much like right like down like five ten minutes away from downtown indianapolis uh 
they play in the dirt yard, which is one of the best fields in the country. Uh, the rules are very similar to um, the NWA tournament, uh, except, you know, they have the walk rule where if you drew a walk, you got uh, the option to take the base or you get like a lob pitch. Um, yellow bats, uh, they have a bucket of balls that you use. Um, it, was a, it was a fun league, though. I really enjoyed it. Uh, got to play on the Mid-City Moonshots, and we won the championship. We beat Spencer's team, even though Spencer didn't play in the finals. But yeah, I did. Could, <laughs> could not make it. <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was like, what, uh, I think a three, three-and-a-half-hour drive for me. Uh, I think I went up there like three times. Uh, had a blast actually really connected with those guys and I still talk to them and uh, really just had, had a good time. Dudas is a great job. He does a great job running that league and, you know, it helped here too. Cause like it helped just learn a lot about running a league and just kind of seeing what they put into it and yeah. what we can bring back here. He's a great guy too. More than yeah. anything. He's and he's a big solid, Cardinals fan. Solid human. Yep. Sweet. Um, Hometown Cup, Spencer. Yeah, so this was my first year playing in that. Uh, Kevin Pulley, Scott Pulley, Gus Skibby, and Sam Skibby had a team uh, two years ago, and Sam could not go this year because of the birth of his daughter, although he still tried to find a way to go, even though <laughs> she was a week old. Uh, so I filled in his place, and basically it's a slow-pitch tournament. Uh, Cam, they had it, Cam and Josh, they had a team that went up there, a couple of MoWiF guys. And uh, it's a it's a slow pitch tournament. It's very simple, but it's harder than you think. As weird as that sounds, um, there's some teams that have mastered slow pitch wiffle ball. The way that they pitch, you can you gotta you're I don't know can't wait think 15 feet away from the plate when you pitch, and you gotta like yeah. loft it in there. And they do knuckleballs, and it's it's really fun though. Um, it's kind of like a 45 degree angle field it's not like your traditional baseball field but there's a fence and there's yellow bats and a white ball and just a good time i would encourage that's a tournament that we should be we should easily be sending like five or six teams to like easily it's so fun absolutely hang out like realistically it's gonna be so hard to win it's like the same final four every year i mean could we win maybe but it's 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 just a fun time you know it's a really fun time everyone's hanging out probably go to Buffalo Wild Wings at night, just like usual. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good time. So I'll yeah. say like, you know, when, when we went, I was, I told my wife, I was like, this is one tournament I probably go to one time, you know, see what it's about. And like, I came back home and I was like, I'm going next year. Like going next dude, year. <laughs> I had so much fun. Uh, we like our team running out of an Airbnb and like had a blast at that. And like, we just really like, I mean, I was a pitcher and I was exhausted I probably was more tired in that after the slow pitch tournament than I was at NWLA because like I was running around because like, it's like pitcher's poison. So like whenever the pitcher gets the ball, like the play is dead. And the like pitcher can a, run, the pitcher yes. can run to left field and catch it. And then the play's dead. Like there's yeah. no mound. It's just Whoa. like, it's a weird. Okay. Yeah. So like I was running after every ground ball to get it before they get to first base. So like I was tired. Um, Fun fact, if we would have won our last game, uh, I think it was like the round of like 32, uh, we would have actually played Spencer's team. Yeah. We both ended up losing to Colt West, who's a very, very good team. Yeah, they were good. Just bombs. Just hit bombs. Oh, it's unbelievable. Sweet. Um, 
Spencer, talk a little bit about the summer league. I, I'm sure a lot of our guys know about it, but maybe our fans don't yeah. know about summer, summer league. league. It's very similar to SWBL, except there's two really main differences. Um, well, there's three main differences. Difference number one, teams are picked out of a hat. Uh, all the players are put into different tiers, so the teams are fair, but they're picked out of a hat. Pretty cool, random. Get to play with new people, people you probably never would have played with before. So that's, real, that's a really cool part. Uh, second thing is there's no base running except the first. Um, just try to save the grass, no injuries. You know, we're all getting older anyways. So, um, you know, that's a pretty cool aspect. The third thing is there's this power-up menu where you can pay to do power-ups. So one example is, you know, you could pay 10 bucks and the whole other, the team has to bat opposite. If they're right-handed, they have to bat left-handed for the whole inning or, you know, home runs are outs or there's different things. Really, Summer League is a way for people to stay active, get to meet new people and a way for the league to make money. Mm -hmm. Fundraise not to make profit, but like to fundraise and uh, raise money for the season that's coming up. So yeah, well, it's a lot of fun. Some, yeah. We've had some guys come that didn't play in the SWBL. Yeah. We had it's a good a taste a rookie class, right. Where they come right. in and they play on, everybody plays on a different team. We had a guy come up from, was it Texas or Oklahoma? Uh, Arkansas. He Arkansas. Four, four different times. God bless yeah, him. He, he was, was on, on my team. team. I've forgotten his name, but he's coming to play MOIF next year. Is he yeah, really? He's yeah, that's a diehard Riffler. I love it. Love it. Yeah, he may have to move closer. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's maybe from he's from the Northeast. That's the craziest part is we met him through Fast Pitch, and then he moved to Arkansas, and we were like the closest with ball league. So yeah, well, he has family that lives here too, so he stays right. with them. Yeah, so makes, it, makes it easier. Right. Yeah. So all right, and then talk about Ma Cam. Oh, uh, man, that was a. I went to opening, um, opening the opening day tournament last year. Uh, had a lot of fun. It's in a guy's backyard. He has three fields. That's uh, a fast pitch, very similar to, uh, uh, pretty much almost identical to uh, United Wiffle. And uh, it's if you're look like if you're looking at like fast pitch um, team wise, like these are the best teams in a league not just in it, like not besides a tournament, like these are the best league teams in a tournament. It is a lot of fun. The talent they have up there is just crazy. Um, I, I went with uh, Grant Miller, Mike Hogan and Evan Sibbett, uh, you know, Kalamazoo guys and uh, HRL. And uh, we, we did pretty well. Um, we made it to like our, our, a playing game. We ended up losing I pitched my first game. I pitched there. I pitched a, uh, I believe it was a no no hit shutout. Uh, won my first game, and then my next game, I gave up a home run to Wiffle Boy twenty eight Sean Steffi. Uh, anybody who watches like YouTube videos on like how to pitch, like if you sit on YouTube and just Google how to pitch, like that's the guy you're gonna find. Uh, he hit a line drive <laughs> missile over the fence off me. And he pitched against me, struck me out. So, like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but a, a lot a lot of fun. Big tournament. Hopefully, I can uh, make it to one of those events this year. Yeah, sweet. Well, as you guys can tell, they play a lot of wiffle ball over the year. Um, but it's really cool to have ambassadors from our league go out and play in these tournaments, whether they're for charity or um, other leagues that may be happening. Um, I know that, you know, I'm always proud – when I see you guys representing the SWBL 
um, out there and, and just, and, you know, when, when Cam wins national pitcher of the year, or, or, you know, there's a highlight video of Spencer on sports center. It's like, yeah, that's my guy, even though I don't play with Spencer, but he's my guy, you know, in that moment. And it's really cool. So, all right, we're going to move on to our final segment and I'm still trying to think of a name. I know Spencer, you've thought of some creative names of segments and different things like what's your percentage? Great game. Which we should bring that back sometime. Yeah, well, you you're, know what? Maybe hey, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to uh, take a hold of that and okay. run with it. All right, I'm calling this. I don't know. Right now, I wrote down podcast poison, like pitcher's poison, but okay. podcast poison. Mostly, what it is is it's five different questions. Um, most of this has been kind of unknown. What you're what, but these are going to be maybe somewhat wiffle ball related, maybe somewhat not. So just kind of random questions, um, mostly to try to let the audience get to know you guys a little bit better too. Um, so Spencer, what is your fondest memory from the past SWBL seasons? You've had quite a few. Well, um, I, you know, you could list, I could probably list 50 things, you know, we've been fortunate enough to win a couple of championships together. Um, but my favorite part about the ESO would be a weekend is it used to be the skibby uh, hot tub on Monday after everything's done, we clean up the field, everyone starts going home. There's like seven or eight of us that hang out, used to hang out in the skibby hot tub. Now it's moved to the skibby swimming pool, but we just hang out and we talk about, we make up like fake rumors, like, Hey, did you hear Scott Pulley's going to the expos or did you hear, you know, uh, your Gus is going to the A's or we just like everyone just makes up rumors and we laugh and we have a great time and we stay too long and smoke cigars. That's, that's honestly, it's crazy to say, cause it's nothing to do with playing wiffle ball, but it's one of the best parts of the weekend is that Monday afternoon, just hanging out. Um, one other thing I'll mention is there was a season where Kevin Pulley, Scott, myself, Gus, and Sam, we kind of did like this, uh, like late night skibby wiffle ball thing where we would do the late night uh, recap show. We would do like a live production and we'd do interviews and segments. And um, I mean, Kevin Foley, God bless him. He'd stay up so late and it would probably affect him the next day because he stayed up so late. But we had some late nights where we'd be up real late, just, you know, working on stuff and just putting in the time. But, uh, you know, no one works harder than Kevin and Sam during the weekend, but probably, you know, just hanging out in the pool, just hanging out with everybody. That's really like, you know, 20 years from now, I'm not going to remember who won what game or who, what what was your batting average or, you know, what record did you set or who knows, like whatever it is. Like, I'm going to remember hanging out in the pool, smoking cigars or having my son there next year, you know, yeah. having him in the pool. Like, Big it's, a fam it's a family thing for me now. And that's really what it all is. That's why it's lasted so long is because everyone's friends, you know. That's why it's, that's what it is. That's the best part about it. So just all the friendships and memories. Cam, same question. Yeah. Um, I actually, you know, to touch on Spencer, I actually stuck around with them at the end of, uh, end of last year. And we, I think we were just sitting on the patio even, yep. and like, it really was just a blast, but uh, you know, along the similar um, lines, one of my favorite things is, is beer darts. Uh, I'm going to miss Trenton Austin this year. You know, I think we had a video last year, like Trent had a dart stuck in his shoe. <laughs> it's just, it's so much fun. It's one of those things where 
you know, we're like Spencer said, we're like, we're not even playing. We're not on the field. Like we don't remember every game that we won or lost. It's more about those connections and those bonds and yeah, all those natter days that we put down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's the best part. What are you looking most forward to in season 20? Well, obviously repeating as champions, oh. screw the friendships, screw the friendships. Forget everything I just said. You got to sign back with the twins to do that, buddy. You know, I got to be honest with you. I know this is like, I got, if I resign with the twins, um, you know, winning is a very important thing to me. Uh, if I resign with the twins, I got to be honest with you. I know this is going to come back to haunt me, but I'm looking around. Like, I don't see too many like teams that I'm just like fearful of. So I got to tell you, like, I'm looking forward to repeating. Here's my bold prediction. Right. Yikes. Yeah, so right, I got I got some on. Yeah. I got some championship experience from summer league. I'm gonna bring that to the uh to the yeah. Astros this yeah. year for sure. Well, and you know, it's funny you say that, but Sam and I were talking and we say this every year, but it seems like the competition gets better every year. Yeah. But it really does legit, like there aren't like a whole lot of teams where you can just completely like nah, that's that's a like pencil in a win. Yeah, we're good. Like the Marlins are getting better. You know, who knows what's going to happen with the Expos, but they're only a year removed from winning the championship. You know, the A's have been right there. I mean, there were seven runs away from being in the playoffs. It, it used to be four teams every year, pencil them yeah. in for the playoffs. Doesn't matter who shows up. These are the teams. And now legitimately, well, we have nine teams. Yeah. Now legitimately it's eight teams where you just don't know. I mean, the Marlins are always going to be bad. So uh, <laughs> can't do anything about that. But uh, as long as you have Luke back on your team, I mean, you're probably going to struggle. So Yeah. Cam, um, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I, I'm really just looking forward to, uh, to just hanging out with everybody and, and really seeing what the, uh, what the Astros can do this year. You know, we lost, we lost a big player from last year, but I think, uh, I think a couple of us are going to have a breakout year and, you know, we had a little bit of, uh playoff taste in our mouth from last year and you know we're gonna bring that back this year too yeah we were close too we you know lost by two runs to the yankees um because we yeah we had a slow start we dug ourselves a hole and we came back and got close but couldn't couldn't get over the finish line they're a good team too so um so we we kind of you guys kind of mentioned this earlier and i don't know how many people caught it but you're both new fathers both had your first child this year so in general you know, what's the best part of being a father? I'll go first. Uh, my son will be nine weeks old uh, on Saturday, and his name's Michael. Still counting and weeks. He's nine weeks, almost nine <laughs> weeks. I'm counting weeks. Yeah. Uh, I always, it's funny, I always used to be the guy like, just tell me months, you know, don't tell me weeks. And then you're going to be the month guy. We're like, well, he's 19 months. Just tell me the years. Um, but he's nine, will be nine weeks old. And I tell you what, like and when he was name, born, what, when he, for everybody uh, to know, what's his name? Mike, Michael. Um, and when he was born, I, I didn't even think about this, but he was born at night, Saturday night, Texas lost to Kansas in football, like 10 miles before he was born. It was a terrible sports night for me. But I remember when he was born and he came out and, you know, I was counting his toes. Like I was emotional, counting his toes and making sure that he was alive, you know, just every bad thought enters your mind. And, 
you know, the nurse, you guys both know this, the nurse, the doctors, everyone leaves. It's just you and your wife with your baby. And my wife's trying to nurse our son who's been alive for 15 minutes and I'm sitting in the chair and it just hit like my whole son's life flashed before my eyes where it's just, oh my God, you know, I'm a dad and I have this thing where, you know, we're going to have practices and teacher conferences and he's going to have his heart broken, like all these emotions. And since that moment, it's just like this total new world where he's still just a pooping and shitting machine. That's all he does. <laughs> but I'll end it with this. Two weeks ago, he started smiling. And I'll tell you what, like he starts smiling. It's you're, you're done, you know, like <laughs> everything you thought you love something more, but you know, I just love him more and more every day. My wife and I are just so blessed and happy to, to have him. He's just, you know, he's perfect in every way and everything we could ever dream of. So super thrilled. It's just been a great experience so far. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, I got to second it, but you know, um, you know, we, Spencer, you said, you know, you, you did not count the weeks, man. I, I'll tell you what, I lost count already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's almost four months old, which is there you go. crazy. Uh, it time just flies. And, um, but man, it's just, it's been such a blessing. Um, and you, you know, almost to, you're not there yet, but my, one of my favorite things is her laugh. Like, she's getting to that point where she's now laughing at the dog, you know, Jordan will just be holding there and the dog will just come running by when, you know, when I get home, he's all excited and, and she's just giggling and just like actually laughing at something instead of just like laughing yeah. or like yeah. a small little chuckle. Like it's just mm -hmm. the coolest moment. Um, you know, and Jordan loves it. And I just, I love watching them two together. Like they, that is one of my favorite things. Um, uh, you know, Jordan is just such an amazing mom and, um, it just, yeah. it's just, that's one of my favorite things. Like it mm -hmm. honestly just watching their bond and then like being able to just like hold her and like her, like just sleep with her head on my chest. Like she, she got the flu last week. Like she had her first week of daycare and they got the flu. Like everyone at daycare got the flu. It sucks. Like I got yeah. the flu. Like it was bad. Like me and, her, me and her out of commission, like it was so bad. And, and mom was just a warrior carrying us through, but we long nights but like just her just laying there like made it all worth it like it's like you don't even think about all those bad times like everything just goes away and it really is just like a feeling unlike anything else yeah and and tell everybody your daughter's name her name is delaney rose she her middle name is after my grandma so there you go yeah, yeah it only gets better guys like it's awesome it, you'll miss the the times like you'll look back in there too. And you're like, man, like it feels, it's weird. Like all the things your dad and mom ever said to you, like, yeah, it was like just yesterday. It's like, it really does. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was, my daughter was putting on a show for us last night <laughs> and just dancing around the living room. And I was st staring at her just like, you're five, like you're five years yeah. old. Like how, how did that happen? It's crazy, yeah. but it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's the most fulfilling thing um and i'm super pumped for you guys and yeah it's nice. i mean just yesterday yeah yesterday she's 
her first tooth popping out like it, this oh, it's getting it's going it's going so fast i'm already watching disney princess movies there you like, go. disney there plus you go. is a must-have for all new dads yeah. <laughs> like this is it's crazy everything changes everything changes yeah for sure well yeah like i said i'm super pumped for you guys it's it's awesome it's so fun to see the league grow in that way too because we've talked about how it has always been a family atmosphere and now it's, you know, the players have families, which is, is so cool to, to right. grow. Right. And, and the picture is so cool. You know, the, the league picture we take every year, it's, it's so cool to see how that evolves every year. So yeah. um, next question, give me a new year's resolution for your team. And Spencer, we'll, we'll just go with the twins for now, since that was the team you played on most recently. And, it's interesting take for you since you already won a championship multiple times, but give me Am I saying it for myself or for my team for your team. So not for myself. Um, New Year's resolution for my team, uh, other than, you know, winning a championship. I think that's an easy thing to say. I think it would be to uh, have someone from our team win a Cy Wiffle. That's uh, the twins have never had a Cy Wiffle winner. Um, Will has finished second, I think three times he's been so close. And I think I'm not saying this is true, but I think it's easy to judge Will, um, in a bad light because he's left-handed and he throws the exact same pitch every time. And I think voters may think of, well, you know, maybe he needs more creativity or maybe he needs to do this and the other. Will's a great pitcher. And it doesn't, you know, if he throws left-handed and that throws people off, then good for Will, you know. It's a tough um, pitch not, to hit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that uh, – I'm not saying he should have won any of those years. I'm just saying he was voted second, so he's damn close. So, my New Year's resolution is for uh, Will to – Will or, or Edlo or myself or anyone uh, to win a Cy Wilf. I think it would be pretty cool. We've won – I think someone on our team's won just about every other award. So, that's – that's what we're looking for. So the only other thing I would think that you could potentially say is like a fully undefeated season. Nobody's done that in the past. The Royals did it, but then they lost. But in then the they lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yep. So nobody has won the whole thing. Yeah. So Cam, we'll Cam, what's your uh, New Year's res- resolution for the Astros? You know, last year we made it to the playoffs for the first time, and you know we got close. And I think the perfect resolution this year is is to win that first playoff game. Uh, you know, each year we've kind of taken it one step farther, and eventually we're just, we'll keep going. And I think that's just where we got to start. We got to really put our foot down and get that first win under our belt. And you know, who knows what happens after there, but uh, starts with that first first playoff win. But you know, before we get that playoff when we got to get back to the playoffs so mm-hmm. one game at a time and, and we'll, we'll be we'll be hungry we'll be fighting that's for yeah. sure for sure all right last question guys what was your favorite so we've got let me preface this we've got two new teams the white Sox and the orioles um i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what kevin comes up with from a logo standpoint for those two new teams um so give me your favorite logo from a past team or present team current team what's your favorite logo that we've had for a team in the swbl that's a good question i'm gonna fire up the old twitter machine or the i'm, old, old, I'm uh, pulling it up right now i'm gonna pull it up so uh ben we're watching tell everyone about our sponsors 
Uh, well, I don't know all of them. There's a lot of them. Um, but again, 1350, yeah, it's not good. 1356 is our presenting sponsor, 1356 Public House. Um, we have Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. No, we don't. No, we don't. And we have uh, Cardinal Blinds and Shutters as a division sponsor. We have Ketting Eye Associates as a division sponsor. We have Corner Pub and Grill as a division oh, sponsor. Okay. They're back as a division sponsor. Great. Great. Um, which I don't think has been announced yet, but breaking news. And our charity is Ruben Brown, who is now sponsoring home runs instead of strikeouts. Yep. So they're donating money for every home run that's hit. And uh, I believe Dick's Sporting Goods will be giving us coupons again. And Andy's Frozen Custard was a sponsor over the summer for Summer League. Yep. So, uh, Cam, what do you think about Logos? Uh, haven't gotten no. yet. All, all time. Logos, you know. I'll, I'll, while you guys look, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, the, the Brewers six pack was pretty legit. That's what um, I was just about to say. I don't know why it is, but I love the Yankees logo. Yeah, which I Uncle was going to say, like, yep, that's it. So, so last year when I was editing a lot of the videos from not this past season, because most of those are streamed, but the the year before i did a lot of intro videos so i was like basically putting these logos on intro videos for every video over and over and over and over and for whatever reason the yankees logo just always stuck out to me it was so cool um with the uncle sam that is probably my probably my favorite logo that he's made so far yeah i think uh the brewers i think that's the goat of logos, but I'm going to give you two teams that don't exist anymore as my others. I don't know if either of you are around for the Giants. Do you remember the Giants? No, I was Gigantes, looking at that. The Los Gigantes? I was not. That was uh, That's Cam pretty Grant damn cool. And, yeah. Wasn't that Cam uh, I don't and, think and, uh, I don't think they ever won a game. No. Uh, 0-10. Cam Branson, <laughs> Dave Many, Mark Many, Rob Walters, and Rob Kevin Walters. Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, my other one that I think is simple but super creative actually is the Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, man. Cool. Look at that. It's a snake, you know, covering the egg, protecting the nest. That's pretty cool. damn cool. Yeah. I think that's great because uh, Kevin's done a great job with all the other logos, but most of the other logos that he, you know, he puts the wiffle ball kind of in a the ones that have been retired, it's just kind of in there. But, um, you know, they're all great. They're all super cool. The Marlins one's pretty neat. Yeah, logo of the year I last year. It, it, yeah, it won logo of the year. The Twins, uh, you know, they got the uh, Twins with bucket hats. Pretty cool. You know, yeah, that's probably, la that's probably last on the list, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to the bucket hats. <laughs> yeah. Did the Phillies ever have a logo? Uh, I think that was the year, the year before, before we did right? the Twins. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris – I think Chris was told, like, hey, if you're ever going to switch team names, you got to do it now because everyone's got a logo and you can't yeah. change it after that. So I think that's why he did it. So, yeah, I, I would say, I would say the Brewers and the Yankees are my, are my top two for sure. Brewers, yeah, Brewers for sure. That's going to yeah. go down. As, you can't, you can't beat beer. Like, there's, yeah, can't sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you uh, being on with me and talking a little bit of the national scene and, 
um, you know, getting, letting the audience get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, you know, we're going to be putting out another episode in hopefully two weeks, um, looking at a potential origin story. So stay tuned for that. Love it. Um, you know, we're going to have a top 20 review once all of that is finalized. Um, and then we're going to be leading into, you know, the division draw is coming up. The draft is coming up and we'll start getting into our team previews and captain interviews. So is Sam doing a top uh, decade team, a decade team or, a- you know, I don't know. He hasn't mentioned it, but it'll definitely be a question. I'll ask him ask because him. I think you mentioned he absolutely something to me. should do a decade an all decade team. Yeah. You should do it on the, that's a great idea. Although, yeah, through 21. Yeah, I think it's been – it's almost been 10 years of the franchise era. I don't know. Talk to him about it. Sorry. Either way, I mean, how many leagues can say they have an all-decade team? True. And this could be our – Or a two-decade team. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely a cool idea. So, anyway, a lot of content coming toward you, uh, coming your way in the in the next year. So, just stay tuned. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And – um, looking forward to seeing everybody on Memorial Day weekend for season 20. Thank you guys Wait. for coming. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to throw one more quick thing. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out this. I don't know when you guys are posting this, but uh, this weekend on Saturday, uh, Ben Schaefer, his uh, YouTube channel, Wiffle Statement, one of, one of the best uh, Wiffle Ball recap videos or video editor guys. Uh, he's actually coming out with a Just Whiffs episode featuring myself. So be sure to check it out. It's going to be really Fun. cool. Uh, and then also go uh, go listen to the uh, Mo Whiff 3 Up 3 Down podcast with me and Adam North. Got to give it all a right, shout out. All right, so. this is a <laughs> hey, no, we're all go friends. Check we're all that friends. out later. <laughs> all right. So anyway, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Have a great no, night. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank, thank you. you. Peace.